What is happening guys? Back with another episode of the CBM Effect. I hope that you're all doing well. Just bouncing off the back of a cold myself. Uh, there's definitely something going around at the moment. Everybody seems to have something. Uh, and I suppose it's just something that comes down to it when we've been protecting ourselves for a year and a half. Uh, and all of a sudden we expose ourselves to different sort of circumstances that's bound to happen. We're bound to catch infections. But wait me out last week. <clears throat> we had a a confirmed guest for the podcast who ended up ill and then I ended up ill afterwards so we're catching up um, so there'll be two done this week this is last week's episode I've, I've not dropped the ball on that front uh, just something going round and I kind of want to approach this episode with just a completely clean slate as in I've not overly planned <clears throat> anything we're just going to let the, the recording run and see where it takes us we're just going to we're going to go off on a tangent a little bit and see what happens um and you can maybe let me know at the end this will be one of the, the second or the third one i've done now where i just let it run and i just break down a bunch of small topics and discuss it rather than one big topic in depth so maybe you can let me know what you think <coughs> apologies for that uh so yeah i think the first place that we can start with something going around right now is how do you approach your plan when you're ill? What what do you do? Should you train? Should you not train? Should you change your calories? Uh, it's something I find myself having uh, a few discussions about lately. And I think you need to remember this. When you're ill, a few days off will not do you any harm. Listening to your body is the best thing that you can do. If we think about it, our immune system is stressed. It's in a state of stress. The body's in a high state of stress. If you remember from few, um, previous episodes, the response, the stress response of the body, uh, it already does bad things in regards to our sleep, our recovery, our, our adherence levels. Um, all these things can go to pot. So think about it like this. The workout itself is a further stress, stress on the body. So in that state of compromise, would we really want to make things any worse? The answer to that would be no. So when you're having this periods of being ill, whether it's you've just had it or you're going to catch something, whatever it is next, you do not need to work out in this time. The best thing that you can do in this time is stress management on the body. So that is rest and recover. Focus on your sleep. Focus on staying hydrated. Focus on just keeping your food quality good and not just letting your your feelings, your emotions take over in regards to the choices you make. Uh, that's something that can really put us in a downward spiral at the best of times, whether it's emotion or stress. But keeping that food quality in a good spot will be the best thing that you can do. Um, I always tell people, vitamin C, get some vitamin C in you. Um, one of the functions of said vitamin C is to strengthen the immune system. So if you have, so like I have 500, well, it's to be fair, it's actually a little bit more than that now. It's like six, 800 milligrams of vitamin C a day anyway. But I was having well over two grams per day just like get it upped um it will help it's not gonna you're not gonna be able to evade it it's not gonna magically make you better overnight but it will help get you back to normal um your performance will be down in the gym if you try and train when this happens um and if you're in a public gym with other people you're kind of being a bit of a dick when you're showing up with infections so maybe try and avoid that and just get yourself back to normal and then go again uh, so hopefully that helps next time you're ill and you're like how do I how do I approach this um, but yeah uh, things are going really well actually uh, I don't know about you guys but I follow a, quite a lot of fitness people on, on Instagram and stuff right now and competitive season within bodybuilding is well and truly alive and it is incredibly inspiring seeing how everybody else is doing I myself haven't prepped earlier this year it kind of 
it definitely takes it out of you. It takes a massive toll on you, uh, and it takes the body a long time to recover. But looking at how everybody's looking, it's just it's firing me back up, and <clears throat> that's an important note in itself. Note that I'm seeing other people, and I'm getting inspired. It's not leaving me in any form of negative headspace where I'm comparing myself and putting myself down or stressing out because of how somebody looks. Somebody who fucking won't even know my name. Like they're, I'm not in their headspace. Why? Why should they be in mine? They they don't get to live in my head red free. Uh, so that's what's important. If you get this kind of thing where you're putting yourself down because you're comparing yourself to others, particularly those you don't know, or if anyone or anything's triggering you, get it off your newsfeed. Look out for number one. Remember what we spoke about last episode. But anyway, it's kind of making me think uh, forward now, like, what's next for me? And I'm always like that anyway, like, the goalposts are forever changing. You don't just reach your goal and then stop and you're just going to magically maintain this forever. Like, continue to challenge yourself, continue to broaden your horizons, broaden your, your, your challenges. Like, what, what can you do? What can you expect of yourself? Like, right, it's... That one's done. What's next? Always be asking yourself that. What's next? Keep yourself on your toes. Uh, in order to continue to progress, you need to think like that. Don't get complacent. Uh, but anyway, it's making me think about 2022. Uh, so looking back at this year, the, the competitive season ended in, uh, we're talking April. So I was due to do two shows, but unfortunately due to personal circumstances, I could not manage it. But anyway, we've cracked on and pushed on since then. And with the idea of being a 2023 show we do next, I have the whole of next year to crack on. Uh, I will push up my body weight until a level where it's no longer productive, pull it back down to a stage where I can push back up again. And I'll be able to, man, I'm on, I'm, I'm on stage one right now. I'll be able to do this probably three times before I compete again. And that's the sort of thing that taking that time will do wonders uh, next time I compete uh, and I'm really looking forward to that show- showcasing what actually giving yourself time to achieve your goals will do uh, it's something I see all the time um, honestly if I had a pound for every time someone got caught in the hype of online coaching or they stopped after just a couple of months because they weren't having things quick enough and it's like you need to mentally prepare yourself that you're in this for the long run if you truly want to get to where you want to be uh, but on that note of goals and looking forward, if you're not already, I really want you to think about off the back of this podcast, what, where do you see yourself this time next year? What do you want to achieve? Like, where do you want to become? Um, because the groundwork for how you want to look in 2022 should very well be underway right now. Um, and that's short term. Like, obviously, we can look at it as in, like, everything you do today will shape who you are in five years' time as well. But just looking into next year, you should well and truly be thinking about doing things now so whether you have an end date or you want to just look better um you need to put that groundwork in now so for example you got a wedding in in june then and you've got three stone to lose and you want to be healthier that's not going to happen in two months that's not going to happen in three months six months is barely giving yourself the time the more time you can give yourself to do these things the more you can do it comfortably maintainably and with less stress and you can feel proud knowing that you put a ton of work in to look the way you wanted to. Uh, I had uh, my friend Reese down at just this weekend past, actually, and we were speaking about his his goals coming up in, in 2022. We're gonna we're gonna put him through some some show preps, compete. And I said to him, I was like, we've got less than 30 weeks. Uh, you're gonna give yourself just under 20 to prep, which means you've got 10 weeks to get your shit together, in the sense that we need to be ready to get ready. 
put the groundwork in to make things smoother, closer to the time. Uh, and it's something that people, they kind of just give themselves a very brief timeline and like, right, I, I can do what I want. I can coast until then. When actual fact, preparation is key. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Remember yourself that. And when it, the time comes next year and you're unhappy with how you look uh, at said event that you wanted to be ready for, if you left it to last minute, you've only got yourself to blame. So I really want you to take, come away from this episode, whether you're out on your walk or whatever you're doing, think about it and ask yourself, where do I want to be next year? How long does it give me? Because 30 weeks takes us to me. It's not that long when you put things into perspective. It really isn't that long, especially if it's a more extreme goal where you want to achieve a bit of more of a a drastic body composition benchmark or you've got a lot of work to do. Um, These things don't happen in weeks. And with long, long, long term things, they don't happen in months either. Uh, It can sometimes be the harsh reality uh, that a quick fix isn't there. And that in order for you to really, truly get to a place where you're very happy and you're very, you're very what am I trying to say basically where you want to become can take a lot longer especially when you uh when you've got a life to consider as well and as I always say you need to have a body and a life and you need to give yourself leeway for both having that you need to give yourself more time so definitely think about that uh going forward and ask yourself where do I want to be um and yeah let me know if you have any questions or thoughts, maybe uh, you're not sure where to begin. And my Instagram, my WhatsApps, they're always open, whether, well, obviously, if you're a client, but even if you're not a client, I, I'm always happy to help. So if you're, never, if you're ever unsure, uh, please do not hesitate to reach out and, and ask. So I think another topic, and basically, I've been having a bunch of different conversations with different clients this week, and it's just something that there's a few common themes that occur. And one of them that I want to sort of stress is make sure that you're having structure in your week right now. Uh, I know we kind of touched on that last week or last time on the podcast, but right now we have had this place where beginning of the year, I'm going to put it off because it's lockdown and what's the point? I'm going to put it off and really go after it after summer because there's occasions happening, I want to go out, pubs are open, blah, 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 all the usual shite. Uh, and now the nights are about to get darker, the nights are, and the days are about to get colder. And you're like, it's too cold right now, maybe I'll just do it after Christmas, um, that kind of thing. Uh, and that's the mentality of someone that will never get to where they want to be in, in the least triggering way possible. I'm not meaning to trigger anybody here. But if you're that sort of person that's always putting things off, because there's a better time to do it. I'm here to tell you there's not. When the new, when the next time comes that you think you're going to be prepared, there'll be something else to put you off. Uh, I've had it a couple of times this month where people are like, ah, oh, this and that, and I'm just going to start next week. And I'm like, well, well no. Why, why take off the rest of the week just to restart next week? Always do what you can uh, and don't accept defeat to these kind of things because the more we put off, the more groundwork you've got to cover just to get yourself back to where you want it to be. Uh, so the best thing that we can do in these weeks, in these busy times, in these times where we could give ourselves an excuse to just not go at it, is to give yourself structure. Give yourself that routine we spoke about. And within that, give yourself the flexibility. So I want you to really challenge yourself if you're one of these people and stop thinking, stop thinking, oh, I'll do it then. Start thinking now. What can I do now? Like, 
we are coming up to the end of September and I don't know if anyone's going to do quick maths. We've got 31 days October and December 62. We've got 30 days in November 92. We are on, what date are we on today? The 26th. You've got less than 100 days for the rest of 2021. Uh, and starting now, can they'll still allow you to be in a great position and I really wanted to think about that that time is your friend like if there's one thing we can take away from today it's give yourself time to do what you want the time is always now obviously there's circumstances like if you've just had a baby for example but if you're having a busy week at work or your friend's birthday is next week like those are excuses when you when you when it comes down to it when you when you look at yourself in the mirror and you ask ask yourself do I really need to put it off the answer is no it's just something more convenient to do that. And the reason why it's more convenient to do that is because you probably don't have the structure to abide by and that takes some planning. Uh, so making sure you've got that in your life day to day. Um, it depends how it makes a person tick. Some people like pen and paper, some people like calendar. I myself use notes on my phone. If I need to do anything, it gets written down. Otherwise, I, I just forget. Uh, so I really want you to kind of make sure that you're having structure within your days as the weather transitions uh, and mood and energy goes down because it's darker and colder. It is so important that you have a structure to follow so that you can keep to your routine. Do not let that get the better of you and do not become that person that will put it off or it's just too cold or it's you don't feel up to it. Have that structure in your life uh, and it will make a massive, massive difference. So next topic that i want to talk about because believe me they're going to roll out and i'm going to try not to ramble all day um is the subject of weight gain so those that are composition based that are looking perhaps in the face to build some muscle right now uh will be coming the time where your definitions perhaps getting a little bit blurry um the scale weight's beginning to rise a little bit and I am pretty tempted to actually bring a, a, a special guest on and do a whole topic on this. So I'm not going to dive into this too much because I'm, I'm going to maybe try and arrange that for next week. But remind yourself this, now is the time to improve. So perhaps you're someone that wants to look good for summer and now summer's passed and maybe you feel a little bit, <clears throat> what's the word, empty because it's come and went and you don't really feel any different. You just were able to take a couple of nice pictures across the summer and now you've got no direction. Now is the time to improve. And if you got lean, it means you're gonna be ready to go back up and wait and push up the boundaries. And I want you to really remind yourself of something in the sense that if you want to look better from building muscle, <clears throat> there's three times, three things that are gonna to have to change over the course of time when you're strategic. And that is the food on your plate, the weight on the bar, and the weight on the scales. And yes, the scales isn't all that. I know, I know all this. We're not going to go into that. Um, but it will paint a picture of what's happening. And if you can keep the quality of your structure, the quality of your training, the quality of your food good, then you are putting into um, foundation the version you'll become of yourself in 2022. So have the goal, set the plan. And if that involves letting scale weight rise up a little bit, remind yourself that it's come off before, um, so it'll come back off again. Uh, it's something that I see all the time, people that get in their heads and they gain 0.1 of a pound and it's, it's game over. And like I say, I want, I'm probably going to break up, devote a whole podcast uh, to this episode just to really show what can be done and how we can bypass some of these things. Uh, people, I think we still live in a generation where calories are, demonised is not the right word, but people are scared of calories. 
uh, it's unheard of that people could have higher calories whereas like that will serve you best in regards to your goal your energy levels like unless you're needing to be really lean in a couple of weeks do not shy away from having your calories a little bit higher and it's something i've said to a couple of people this week i'm like if you're struggling to stay within the boundaries of your calories right now there is no harm in putting it up a little bit to make sure that you can stay within the new constraints rather than going way over guilting yourself into doing so and then yo-yoing up and down trying to pull it back now we spoke about this in podcasts before but it is not uncommon for guys to be <clears throat> well above 3,000 calories and maintaining great composition. Uh, I've got a client, Jack, he's on 500 grams of carbs a day. He has abs, that for example. Uh, we've got Nat, Nat's on 2,300 calories, maintaining very good, uh, maintaining her composition, which is that now. And Nat, if you're listening, they will be going up very soon again. Um, so it is normal and healthy for girls, active girls who want to lift weights and look good to be above 2,000 calories. It is normal for guys to be above 3,000 calories, particularly when pushing body weight. And the more muscly you are, the more you need to push. So remember yourself that. Uh, I myself am on 4,000 calories right now, and it sucks. <laughs> uh, it's all good and well. If if you're not dieting right now, or if you are dieting, and you're here and thinking, oh my God, I'd love 4,000 calories, the chances are, well, your eating's not pro- probably not enough. Um, and that should be a nice little example. If you're craving more food, then you're not giving your body what it needs unless that's the relative to the goal and where you, what you're doing needs to be there. Um, so just a quick reminder on, on that front there. So yeah, going into this week now, uh, here's a quick question actually. I don't know if anybody's um, got a new iPhone, uh, the whole hype train, but WhatsApp, I don't know what went on. Um, I changed my phone over yesterday and I've lost like two weeks worth of conversations from WhatsApp. Uh, that's been my latest stress. So it took a whole day. We get up, we get all the way to Edinburgh and trying to finance the thing. They don't let me do that. There's a whole big self-employment problem pretty much. And then I get away and I left my SIM card in the phone in Edinburgh and I'm back in Stirling and I'm like, shit. So we have to go and fix that and then it takes me the whole day because you need Wi-Fi to do it and I don't have Wi-Fi and I can't verify anything on my phone because I don't have a SIM card and we eventually get it done about 12 hours later and we've lost two weeks worth of WhatsApp messages. So anyone listening that's a bit of a, a tech geek, I don't know if um, it's just a case of it wasn't backed up, even though the whole phone was backed up by a day. Let me know if you can figure out how to re- um, return these kind of things. But <clears throat> yeah, that was my trouble yesterday. So. We rambled on a little bit here. Uh, hopefully there's some things that you can take away, but I really do think that the important take home here is to just make sure you've got structure as you go into the winter months. Do not let this transition of circumstances throw you off the ball and get yourself aligned, both your thoughts, your behaviors, and your actions towards where you want to be in 2022. Uh, I think it's something that I cannot stress enough and it does pay off. It might seem like a bit of a chore now, but it is something that will very much allow you to be where you want to be next year by starting early. Uh, So yeah, strength's almost back for myself now. Uh, We spoke last podcast about how we lost routine and how I was out of training and things. And for anybody that's going through the same sort of dip across the summer and you're no longer where you were, um, I've given myself three weeks now and I am just below the numbers where I was previously. So for anyone that's scared or holding themselves back on training uh, just for the the sake of 
they're concerned by comparing themselves where they are now strength levels wise versus where they were uh, this is your reminder that muscle memory is very much a thing and there is no time like the present to get back on top of things because things will always always uh, come back if you've worked hard for it before it'll come back in a much faster sense so that's something that I want to kind of touch base on because it's something that people have this this deep-rooted fears and insecurities and that they're forever comparing themselves to a previous version and sometimes it can it can be like hit, hold them back hold them still uh, so that's something I want to quickly touch base on uh, looking forward to the future of the podcast uh, I will be continuing to put these out now we're going to be back in a rhythm because let's hope that I've had one gold I shouldn't need another one again uh, and I'm going to be having some, pod, um, some more podcast guests coming up I've got a whole bunch lined up actually um, I've said since day one I don't really want to just take on guests like big names in the fitness industry just to draw in viewers i'd rather have people that have been that have been in your shoes that have done it that you can relate to um so we've got a few people coming on i've got some clients lined up i've got a couple of friends that i think can really add value um i'm probably going to try and get my coach on at some point as i feel he can really um have some valuable input particularly to that weight gain mentality subject that we've spoke about but yeah that's uh, that's going to take us to about the end of the podcast. Where this is what happens when we don't have a structure to go, when we just kind of ramble. Um, there might be worth actually a couple of questions that I've been asked within my check-ins this week that just might be handy, just for a little, little nugget that you can maybe take away. And the question that I've been asked is, what is the appropriate gain or loss of weight within a week and within a month? And I've been asked this a couple of different times, and the answer is always, it depends in the sense that it's going to depend on the individual, it's going to depend on their muscle mass, their training history, how long they've been doing it, that kind of thing. But I want to put this into a very sort of easy rule of thumb. If you're trying to build muscle, it should be slow and steady. Um, you can lose fat at a lot faster and, and more accurate rate than you can build muscle. Like if you were to, you can lose a kilogram of fat quite easily every single week. If you're gaining a kilogram of, of body weight every single week, you can be guaranteed the majority of it is fat. So I, I like to say a nice benchmark is somewhere in the region of a kilogram to a kilogram and a half, maybe two max per month, depending on the individual. But that's a whole host of circumstances that I'm not going to go into in this podcast. Um, but if you're looking to gain weight over the coming months, uh, in a sense that you want to build muscle, then a nice sort of benchmark that you can go for is a kilogram to a kilogram and a half per month. Now that would equate to about 0.2 to 0.3 kilograms per week uh, average. And this is where something like weighing yourself every day can come in handy. And weighing yourself can be demonized by people, and quite rightfully so, particularly if it can equate to a bad relationship, it can mess with your head, that kind of thing. But if you weigh yourself each day, what that does is it paints a picture of what's going on across the seven days of the week. It allows you to create a weekly average. <clears throat> and if you can compare that average week to week, month to month, it can really paint a picture of what's happening and what's going on. So take, for example, um, I've got a client. Um, I don't. I'm just going to come up with a random one. Let's say I've got a client and they are trying to lose weight and they have a really good day, but then the weight goes up 0.3 one day, and they're like, oh my god, I've gained 0.3 kilograms of fat. Uh, but then it's back down like 0.2 the next day, and then it's back up 0.1, and then it's back down 0.3, but then it's up again, and it holds. I don't care about the day-to-day -day discrepancies of the, the weigh-ins, and neither should you. They can tell you different things for different reasons, hydration, food quality, 
um, time of meal for still in the digestive system, hormonal balance, uh, inflammation from workouts, from any infections, these kind of things. But what it will do is it will paint an average across the week. And if you can see that average going up week to week, if you're trying to build muscle, then you know you're moving in the right direction. Uh, and when things start to slow down, then perhaps you increase for it again. But if things are moving, then fantastic. And it's the same on the way down. You can get away with a little bit more, but by creating an average and seeing how much you lose week to week, it can really let you know well. And this is gonna be in context again to the person and the goal. If we have a lifestyle client that wants to lose 40 pounds, it doesn't overly matter how fast she loses it or he loses it. It's gonna be one of these things that any rate of loss is good. We still need to measure the other more important variables that should just come down over time. I think people, um, the more you have to lose, the higher the rate that you can get away with can be. But somewhere the, the half a kilogram to a kilogram might be a nice place to be looking each week. If it's less, do not spit the dummy, it's okay. Especially if it's still moving and composition continues to improve. This can be particularly the case with people that don't have as much fat to lose. So if you're someone that isn't overly fat at all, uh, and your rate sort of maintains or very slowly comes down, but you're continuing to look better, then you're safe. Don't worry about that in the slightest. Um, but people that want to lose weight, you can quite safely lose a kilogram a week, even more without it impacting. Um, you just need to look at things like your energy levels, your gym performance. And if these things aren't being impacted, then you can be rest assured that it's, it's an okay amount to lose. And just by comparing the average, so let's say for example, you've got 10 weeks, you want to lose as much weight as possible because that's the timeline you're giving yourself and you're losing kilogram after kilogram each week and week and week, then that's a good place that you can continue to hold there. But then let's say maybe one week after three weeks of losing a kilogram, you only lose like 0.4. That would be a sign to decrease the food or increase the output. Um, so by monitoring the weight, it can give you an idea of where you're at. So I've talked a lot of, um, of different varieties of scale weight in these, some of these podcasts, but that can be an instance where scale weight is really handy and how to use it and monitor it because it can very much dictate what changes you'll make to whether your input through food or your output through exercise. Um, so for anyone that may be wondering that, because I've had a few people ask that uh, in the last couple of months alone, um, less than that for being honest. But yeah, if you're ever unsure about how much weight you should be gaining or losing within your phase, hopefully that sort of paints a picture there. Um, I had loads more to talk about, but you know what? I think we've rambled on enough. Um, my head's gone blank a little bit. I'm still not fully over this cold. Uh, so trying to concentrate for this amount of time, I'm sure anyone that's been ill lately can attest it's not the easiest thing in the world. So that's a few little rambles, like just thoughts off the top of the head. Uh, I'd, I'd love to know, like I say, if you prefer these little mini topics versus one great big one. Um, but hopefully, hopefully all things go into plan. The next few should have some guests on it uh, and you can save yourself from having to listen to me for half an hour at a time. Um, pleasure as always uh, any questions or issues anything you want to know and like I say if you're even if I don't if I don't work with you anything you want help or advice on my inboxes are always open so have a great week I'll catch up with you guys very soon again I will be recording another one this week coming uh, and we'll go again from there cheers guys